I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello, chickens. Uh, Still... People's very fond memories of the 50th anniversary day of the Doctor and the whole shenanigans that went on that weekend. Like, it's, it was a big deal. It's 10 years ago. Can you believe that this year? Like, I still, like, reading all these emails and these messages and these posts is just filling me with just this glorious uh, nostalgia for something that feels like it was last Thursday. Um, although here's like an interesting thing. I was watching, has anyone watched the TV show Beef? It is, it's very adult. So, you know, it, don't go and watch it if you're, uh, one of our younger fans. Um, <laughs> but it, Beef is a show on Netflix with, uh, Ali Wong and Stephen Yeun. And it's, Oh my god, it's so good! It's like ten episodes; they're only about half an hour each. Um, very black comedy, kind of intense, gets quite violent in places, uh, and you know, it's it's very adult. But anyway, there is a scene where two of the characters are having like an existential kind of <laughs> discussion about the passage of time and one of them who's kind of a dopey character but he says like really like profound things um anyway uh oh and the actor is uh, a guy who's in the current series of star trek picard he's uh um i think he's the helmsman on the titan uh Anyway, he says at one point, they're talking about, you know, how fast time goes when you get older. And because uh, this is something, you know, that is freaking me out day to day. Uh, and it's it kind of encapsulates it perfectly in the way that it's the same as if you go somewhere where you used to hang out when you were a little kid 
and it all seems so much smaller because when you were a kid, it was enormous. Um, so when you're young, uh, the amount of time something takes is a huge percentage of your life at that point. So a year when you're 10 feels like forever because it's 10% of your entire life. Uh, but now that I'm 52, <laughs> a year is much less than 10% of my entire life. <laughs> and I get like, it made so much sense to me um, hearing that. Like that was just such one of those, it's that's like great writing in a show where just even an incidental conversation kind of has resonance with you. Um, so yeah, uh, I highly recommend for adult viewers, um, the show Beef on uh, Netflix, it is. Um, it's made by A24, who, you know, as a production company, have made some of the most amazing things I've seen in the last few years. Um, they, like, for instance, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is just a mind-blowing piece of work. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, it's, that's enough about beef. Um, <laughs> so, there's some very attractive people in it. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's like 10 years, like in the in the last 10 years, it does not feel like it was 10 years ago because I'm old. But I guess if you were 10 years old when it happened and now you're 20, like it's half your life away. Like it was half a lifetime ago that the 50th anniversary happened. So the 60th anniversary would seem like a really exciting thing all of a sudden. Um so I totally uh, understand it feeling like some of us are going to be like, oh, yeah, no, the 50th was only last week. But some of us are going to be like, oh, no, no, that was so long ago. I am really excited about this this new iteration of anniversariness. Um, so, yeah, I, I love this, this the, that we can have existential chats here. <laughs> and Adam Richard has a theory. Um, and I have a theory about, you know, <laughs> relativity, because that's going to hurt my, my brain. You heard how confused I got about quantum theory when, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Carl's memories of the 50th anniversary, uh, and we got up to, you know, the the bit that I, I, I didn't want to rush at the end of the last episode, because... It's a moment. Uh, it's Tom, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, crying emoji. <laughs> Tom Baker as the curator. Uh, Carl says, I know he's old, but I cling to the hope that the curator reappears for the 60th. If only briefly. Surely that's the only reason he wasn't with the rest under the telegraph poles last year. I've just realised all police boxes are connected to cables carried by telegraph poles. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that myself. That is adorable. Um... <laughs> Uh, then he says, I got home to see The Night of the Doctor, unexpected fun and closing another loop. Wonderful to see Paul McGann twice in two days. Then the unexpected surprise of an adventure in time and space on the ABC on Sunday evening. Oh, there you go. That's It was on TV. Um, such a beautiful way to end the weekend. Emotional again. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Thank you, Carl, for those memories. Like I've really enjoyed going back to the 50th anniversary. Like, 
I kind of forgot like what a giant, enormous event it was. Like it, and I don't in my head, I don't have it placed in the time when it happened. Like, because when I think about where I was uh, at that time, so it's November. Um, I would have been going through a massive upheaval in my life. So, and I don't have any memory of that impinging on enjoying this weekend of 50th anniversary. So 2013, we had announced at my radio station that uh, we would not be returning for another year. Um, And it was a big deal. Uh, I had decided to leave anyway. So it kind of like meant that I didn't have to, you know, be that person that walks away from a show uh, before it's finished. Like we all got to kind of finish together, which I, you know, after 10 years was a big deal. Like 10 years is a long time in the entertainment industry. Like two years is a long time in the entertainment industry. Three months is a big job. <laughs> like seriously, I've been very blessed um, in the jobs that I've had. Uh, and, you know, I have had a couple where I've gone, I, I've done everything I can in this. I, I just can't do another, another year. Um, and yeah, and I was at that point and, but it had been decided that we were leaving and that was going to happen. I think it was like, it would have been early December. Um, it was late November, early December. So it was happening around this time that this was going on. Also, uh, for much of the preceding couple of months, I had been in auditioning to be a team captain on the rebooted Spicks and Specs, which was, again, something I would not have wanted to do um, if if that job came up immediately after the previous version finished. I would probably would have said no, but it had been such a long time after the show had finished. There had been really, like, there'd been a couple of other panel shows that had been attempted and they'd all been to varying degrees of success and you know no one I know had really enjoyed any of them as much as we had enjoyed doing Spicks and Specs um so that was part of my reasoning for wanting to do that job so I'd done a lot of uh auditions and had worked really hard and had got that job um but I don't think that had been announced yet I can't remember um uh and yeah, so that was a big deal that was going on. So I was kind of leaving one job and starting another. Like, I again, at that point, I didn't know what was going to happen with Spicks and Specs. Like, you know, we just presumed it was going to be the best thing ever and everyone would love it because um, we were certainly enjoying doing it and the, we were doing workshops. I think we made like about 14 fake episodes um, on one hand so that we could, by the time we recorded our first episode, we would be very comfortable with each other and uh we could also audition a whole bunch of people to be guests on the show so you know people who may not have been on the show before and were performing stand-up or doing other things and seeing what they would be like um so that was a whole process going on and also in july so only about three months earlier i had um, stopped drinking. I like to say I gave up hangovers I'd, rather than gave up alcohol. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like a, a, a very, it was a decision that was 
it wasn't a difficult decision. Like it wasn't like the decision was kind of like an easy one, and it was done for expediency. So if you if you're a pat- patron, you can go and read um, a little memoir fragment about it, which will explain why that all happened. Um, but yeah, so I was in a really interesting place when this was on, and none of my memories of the 50th anniversary are really impinged by any of this. Like me saying all of this now, I'm like, I don't I don't think of these things happening at the same time, which is a really I know that's a weird place to feel, isn't it? Like I it's it it lives in its own bubble of time, the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. It's completely cauterized from the rest of my memories and my emotions of that time. It's just like a joyous fun uh, weekend when everything was Doctor Who all around the world and everyone was excited about it. Oh, so much fun. Um, All right, uh, next episode, uh, some more people's first times with Doctor Who.